This is the Piss Goff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. Hey guys, so um, evidently this podcast isn't the full length that I keep. I keep trying to upload the hour-long podcast. It keeps on saying 37 minutes. So if it plays you the full hour, cool. If not, this is a, a non-disclosure that needs to be disclosed, but just letting you know what the fuck's going on. All right, love you. Bye. This is Yusuf, by the way. Well, did you hit record, Jamie? Maybe you should do that. All right, let's, let's just fucking, all right, what, I leave it in. Jamie, go get me a water before we start. I can't because then they'll drop. All right, let's fade that out, Jamie. Actually, just pause it, whatever. There you go. Bam, what's going on, Godfights and non Godfights? Welcome to another beautiful Monday. It's Monday, November 1st. Welcome, guys. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. My name is Yousef. I'm here to drop some truth on you guys. We don't have a really eventful week this week, I'm not going to lie. So uh, if this is a shorter episode, it's also because I'm trying to hit three mics. So shit, Jamie, um, you know, I probably should have told you to do this first, but pull up the notepad. There you go. Yeah, and then go to the podcast. Perfect. All right, so where do we leave off? Let's start with that. But yeah, so last week, previously on Pissed Golf, last week on Monday after this, um, it rained a lot, or apparently it was supposed to rain a lot, so I went to Dingo's, and then I went to Boulevard, and it wasn't as terrible as it, as it could have been, considering, but it was pretty bad, pretty, pretty bad, it was bad, bad, you know what I mean? So, uh, Tuesday, I was supposed to go to Jersey City, but then the Jersey City mic changed the time, they usually start at 9, this time they wanted to start at thing like 7.30, so they can be done by 9, 9.30, which is fine, whatever, wasn't going to make it. So instead, I went food shopping, and then uh, I hung out with Chris. So that was fun. Um, Wednesday, I went to the Comedy Cove, uh, and I did pretty well in front of, like, about 11 comics. And Gene was there, too. He's the uh, the booker there. So that was nice, you know, considering I usually hate Wednesdays. Let me take a sip of water. Thursday... Thursday was the beginning of uh, JoJo, and in fact, at the end of this, I think I'm going to put some JoJo. I'm probably going to put the audio at the end. I'll put another extra 10 minutes in, the five minutes uh, from both sets, uh, where I was JoJo. And I hit the double mic at Rhino. It was a lot of fun. I wore my my mullet wig. Uh, I wore some, like, like flannel. And I, I would just, you know, I would just basically, I sound like this, like, 
this is what I was talking like the whole time, just doing my jokes. Some of my jokes were like a little redneck twang to it, you know. I mean, sometimes I switch it up a little bit, you know. But, you know, that's what, that's what we do over there. Now, Friday, I wasn't going to do nothing, you know what I'm saying. Friday, I didn't want to go to the Halloween party in the open mic. I, want, I didn't want to go. I wanted to stay home. And I wanted to watch Dune when I wasn't after a mic and I wasn't high and tired. Now, I was getting high and watching Dune. And I remember what Joey Diaz had told me. He would have said, yo, this is Friday. You got to fucking grab the world by the balls. Some shit, something pretty much close to that. Like, it's very similar, very repetitive, but it's always positive. So he's pretty much saying, seize the day. Don't be a little bitch. And as I'm watching Dune and I have a half an hour left and for like the last hour, so the 30 minutes prior to this, I was on the Domino's app looking up different combos of, of what kind of Domino's I may order and just stay home and eat Domino's. And instead, did I get Domino's? No, I didn't. Yeah, instead of doing that, I ended up going to Wawa, Wawa, and then I won the wild card. And then it says in my notes, and then I got Domino's and finished doing, but I'm looking uh, throughout the recycling. I don't remember getting Domino's. But it's highly possible I did. Now, Saturday. Saturday was good. Saturday, I had a different work shift thing I had to do. Uh, we, we, I went work, and then uh, we went to a Halloween party. Me and uh, a couple of my friends went, and I, and I got to, to go to the lady I'm talking to. She uh, had some people over for a Halloween party. It was a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, it was, she's cool. She's cool people. I like her. I'm not going to say her name, though. We're going to wait until uh, I don't want to jinx through. I don't know. Whatever. So she's still recording? Cool. So um, that was Saturday. Sunday was Halloween. Uh, I was going to ignore the kids because they didn't come last year, and then I ate too much candy. But this year, they didn't come again. They thank you did not come again. And so I didn't have to buy all that candy. And now I'm thinking it's Monday now. Again, I told you Monday, November 1st, now that we're back caught all up. Um, and I'm thinking about buying candy so I could put it with my ice cream. Because that's sometimes fun to do. You take a little bit of bits of candy and you, you crush it up and you put it in your ice cream. Is that something just I do? Or is that what you guys do too? Tell me. Let me know. Oh, also, if you're watching this on Spotify, you guys can check. I have questions on there. Um, I'll do a quick plug. Sheathunderwear.com, everybody. If you go to sheathunderwear.com and, and then when you go to checkout, use promo code. And it has to be, it's case sensitive. Capital P for pissed. Space, capital G and golf. Capital P and Pissed, everything else lowercase, capital G and Golf, the name of the podcast. Get yourself 25% off. It used to only work one time, now it's a reusable code and they're tracking it. And if enough of you guys do that, then they're going to give me money instead of just free underwear. So thank you guys for doing that. If you have been doing it and if you haven't been doing it, whatever. Again, use code PissGolf, 25% off. They got a ball pouch, they got a, a little dick hole so you can put it in and still be covered up in the underwear and it pushes your balls, push up your dick and then it makes it look bigger. And if you're a lady, you're going to appreciate any man that has this. Uh, the lady I'm talking to, she really likes the sheet underwear. Um, sometimes she likes it when I take them off. Oh, get it, get it? Because it makes you sexier. Take a sip of coffee. And ladies, they have underwears, they have bras, it's a really comfortable material. Maybe I'll, maybe I get the lady a pair of sheath underwear using my Piscoff promo code 
and say, and then I buy myself three pairs and I just get hers for free because that's what 25% off means, if you didn't know. Anyway, back to the podcast. Let's see. Um, let's go. Let's start. Go to the YouTube. Let me see what videos I had because I don't think I had many this week. I think I just have. Oh, yeah, we'll see. Ooh, we should watch that. Okay, hold on. Okay. Great. Great, 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 great. Okay, so we have those three videos. I could do that. Sorry, guys. So let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. Colin Powell died. Remember I said that? Like, fuck Colin Powell, Colin Powell, whatever. You know what I didn't know? I didn't know Trump made a statement. This shit was fucking hilarious. So let's let's play that. Go look, uh, Jamie, go to the uh, the Google Chrome and scroll past all the porn tabs. There you go. Go all the way, all the way to the right. Keep going all the way, all the way. That's a lot of porn, I know, right? Um, right there. Yeah. Okay. So CNN's, I'm getting this from CNN. Donald Trump, why, oh, so many ads, CNN. Thank you. That's You're really struggling, huh? Donald Trump, quote, yet, or parentheses, yet again, and parentheses, proves there is no bottom. Um, this was released on October 20th, so it's still kind of old, but kind of new. Roughly 24 hours after the death of Colin Powell, Trump proved yet again that he's utterly incapable of empathy, grace, or even common decency. And you guys have... And I'm pausing the article. And you guys are proving that you're not capable of talking about anything if you can't mention it. It's like, get his dick out of your mouth, CNN. We get it. You hated him. He broke up with you, or he didn't choose you to prom. And then you're still talking shit, even though he's not even dating your girlfriend anymore, or your, your best friend anymore. Or however the fuck you want to make this thing work out in your in my analogy. That was a coffee sip break. So this is what Trump apparently tweeted, or not tweeted because he can't tweet. And I don't know where he posted this, and I tried to figure that out, but I couldn't find it. Anyway, it goes, this is Trump. Wonderful to see Colin Powell, who made big mistakes on Iraq and famously so-called weapons of mass destruction, be treated in death so beautifully by the fake news media. Hope that happened to me someday. He was a classic rhino. R-I-N-O, by the way, pausing, is a Republican in name only. And even that, always being first to attack other Republicans. He made plenty of mistakes. But anyway, may he rest in peace. And then CNN says, but anyway, may he rest in peace. Yes, Trump really said that. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, you're right. But yeah, like at the end, he's like, yo, that guy's a piece of shit, yo, fuck him and all that. But, you know, rest in peace. That's, that's kind of stand-up a little bit. That's a little stand-up. That's a nice thing to do. You could have just talked shit the whole time. Um, this is what George Bush said. Way more boring. Laura and I are deeply saddened by the death of Colin Powell. He was a great public servant, starting with his time as a soldier during Vietnam. Boring. That was your dude, Bush. Why don't you say something interesting? Here's what Barack Obama said. General Powell was an exemplary soldier, an exemplary patriot. He was the center of some of the most consequential events of our lifetimes. Yeah, that's not a good thing. Here's what even Bill Clinton said. He lived the promise of America and spent a lifetime working to help our country, especially young people, live up to its own ideals and noblest aspirations at home and around the world, said Bill Clinton. Um, 
Yeah, Donald Trump was just the fucking, the realest one. Because yeah, I bet you they were all thinking that, but they didn't want to say it. But they were thinking it, but they didn't want to say it. But they were thinking it. Now, um, I'm trying to do another side podcast. And in the side podcast, um, if we ever end up doing it, we only recorded the pilot. And then we never did anything since then. Um, But in that, it's called Kamikaze Today. It's Chris Gassler, Luke Rothschild, and myself. And what Luke Rothschild and I are pretty much, we're in the dojo where we are pretty much black belts in conspiracy theories. And one day, Chris Gassler's walking by the dojo and he sees Luke and I pretty much just wrestling conspiracy theories, grappling each other with some conspiracies. And he walks by and he goes, oh, that looks interesting. So what we're trying to do is break his mind and break it, break it, red pill him. Uh, and we're trying to do that and explain some conspiracies and stuff. And, um, and it's fun. It's fun because like, he doesn't know anything. So he's like, not even a white, like he doesn't have a belt at all. So sometimes I'll be trying to do some black belt level shit. Like, yeah, you know, Hitler has a hole in Antarctica, right? Where he went to the interdimensional beings. And then that's why Hitler with the cult, he didn't know what we had spent 10 minutes trying to explain him what a cult meant. It was difficult. It was diff occult. Get it? Pun. Didn't chink. All right, take a puff. So yeah, but the reason I even brought that up is Chris. Chris brought up a rumor that he says has been he's been seen online, and it's apparently that Trump is dead. That Trump died sometime, and that's why the election went in the way of by evident. Evidently, I gotta say, evidently. Evidently. Trump may or may not have won. That's inconsequential. What is consequential is that he's been dead. And that's why they got rid of him on social media. But I don't know why. I probably should have looked that up more. Should have looked that up more. Hmm. It's kind of interesting though, right? Because, you know, that that that's a very Trump-like thing to say, that, that tweet that I read right before this. But at the same time, it's like also, how do you know if he even said that? We can't. We don't even know. It wasn't even a tweet. <coughs> Sorry for the cough. So, ice cream, guys. I know I'm gonna take something. I'm taking this somewhere else. I don't know why I wrote this, but it must have been really high when I wrote this note in my podcast in my, for my podcast. But it wrote cookies and cream. Do you guys like cookies and cream ice cream? Sometimes I want ice cream. Sometimes I want milk and cookies. And if I like milk and cookies, I will make chocolate chip Toll House cookies from the big tub, not the little plastic roll because I don't make them all at once. And I'll scoop out like four or five cookies worth and I'll make some cookies. I'll even put in Reese's Pieces and little peanut butter chips to give it a little extra peanut butter flavor sometimes. Because I'm cool like that. Because I'm a fucking boss, okay? If I'm going to be a little fucking fatty, I'm going to be a little fatty. But I'm going to go all fat. I'm not, I'm not holding back on my fat. You know what I sometimes will do? If I really, really want to do this, I'll have milk on the side. And just enough to completely cover the, the cookie. So it's pretty much like three quarters to a half a cup. Maybe let's say two-thirds of a cup of milk. And two-thirds of a cup of a little glass with milk. And then I bake the cookies. I let them cool for about 10 minutes. Takes about 12 minutes to cook the cookies. Then once they're cool, I take some peanut butter. 
and I put some peanut butter on top of the cookie and then when I dip it in the milk the peanut butter doesn't move and then you take a bite and it's peanut buttery chocolate chippy goodness it's delicious as fuck it's amazing sometimes if I have other ice creams like sometimes I'll buy mint chocolate chip ice cream and I buy the turkey hill one why because they're not chocolate chips they're not chips of chocolate that get stuck in your teeth or now you're you're you just once the ice cream melts you're stuck with just pieces of chipped chocolate instead you got to get the shaved chocolate one the turkey hill one has shaved through the the chocolate melts in your mouth the same rate that the ice cream melts why is that important overall flavor consistency okay so now here's the other thing I'll do sometimes and I haven't done it with peanut butter ice cream because a lot of the peanut butter ice cream I find has uh, Reese's pieces in it or something like Reese's, not Reese's pieces, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups style, style things. Uh, they're just called peanut butter cups, I guess, if they're not Reese's. Um, which again, is not consistent. So you can't eat a cookie and then one part's ice cream, one part's a peanut butter cup. It's just not the same consistency. You can eat it. You absolutely can eat it and enjoy it, but it's not the same consistency. But I'll either put one of the two ice creams in between two cookies and make myself a little cookie ice cream sandwich which sometimes I may or may not dip in milk. If I don't have milk and I have ice cream, oh, you know it's going to be ice cream cookie sandwich kind of time. But sometimes when Yusef's doing good on his diet, he's happy with just ice cream. And what's his number number one probably go-to ice cream for real, for real? Probably because it's just from my youth is chocolate chip, mint chocolate chip ice cream. I don't know. Maybe it was the first ice cream I liked as a kid and it just reminds me of nostalgia. Number two ice cream, something with peanut butter. Usually peanut butter cups. No brand in specific in particular, but there was one brand, but I don't remember what it was, so I'm not going to say it. Oh, also, Edie's used to have a, peanut, a, a Butterfinger ice cream, which was my favorite, but I don't even see that brand in the supermarkets anymore. So I'm sorry. I see, you at, I see you at Walgreens. Why are you at Walgreens? Walgreens is not a supermarket. Why are you not at Stop and Shop? Why are you not at ShopRite? They are supermarkets. Come on, Edie's. Get your shit together, please. Don't do it just for us. Do it for yourselves. You made good fucking ice cream. And then I look online and apparently you guys changed the fucking recipe. And it's not even good anymore. So I'm glad you're not in the supermarkets. Because that's what happens when you fuck with every, when you fuck with a good thing. That's what happens, EDs. So, number one ice cream used to be Butterfinger from EDs. After my childhood ice cream number one. So they're both number one. Is mint chocolate chip. Turkey Hill, Mint Chocolate Chip, Edie's, uh, Butterfinger, both tied for number one. Number three, because that's technically how rankings go, is any peanut butter ice cream, because peanut butter ice cream is fucking delicious, because I love peanuts and butter, peanut butter, and they usually have peanut butter, like Reese's Pieces, you know what I'm saying, peanut butter cups. Established that earlier, Yusuf, do you remember or no? Because you're a fucking idiot, you didn't get high enough. Fuck yes. The dispensary that was buying you, they used to buy edibles at, closed down, and you can't get edibles anymore, yes. What are you going to do? Are you going to make coconut kush oil again? Maybe. Are you going to look for some coconut kush oil in your fridge right now? Maybe take a spoon of it before you go hit the open mics. Yes. Is that sound the fridge opening and sliding out to see where the jars? Of yes, it is. And are there two jars. And I'm going to take this jar. I'm just going to eat a bunch of it. I'm going to let it warm up a little bit first. And I'm going to eat a bunch of it. You heard that? That's the sound of Yusef about to get happy. 
Poppy. So yeah, going back to the, the whole cookies and cream. Cookies and cream is number four now on the ranking. Now, I, I also, Friendly's has uh, ice cream cake. That's also number four. They're both tied for number four now that I'm thinking about it. Because sometimes if I want to eat, I feel like I want to eat uh, ice cream cake because ice cream cake also reminds me of my childhood more, more when I was like 10 or 11, I think, when ice cream cake started getting big and it's chocolate, it's vanilla, and it's got crispies in the middle. Who doesn't fucking love that? The ice cream cake ice cream tastes like ice cream cake. And you can have it in spoonfuls. You don't have to buy a whole... I bought, you know, for my birthday last year, um, because I can, normally I celebrate by myself because I'm lonely and I uh, don't care. Uh, and so I bought myself an ice cream cake. And I ate it for that week, the week that my birthday was. I ate one slice every day for, for eight days. That's, that's more than a week. Because... I ate one the day before, it would have been a week before, I don't know. I don't remember how I timed it out, but I had sliced every day for like a week. I think I maybe got it like two days before my birthday and then had it like every day for like that. It was banging, bro. And one, But that's the thing, you have to eat a whole slice at a time. And then towards the end, it was like, I don't want to keep eating these fucking slices. They're starting to get the ice crystals on them. You know what I mean? The box is taking up so much space for just such a little bit of ice cream left. Should have put in a Tupperware like my family would have done. But I didn't think like that, so whatever. Getting back to it, imagine you want to eat Oreos and you don't have a cup and you don't have milk. What can you do? But you also want it to be cold, like ice. Ba-bum. Cookies and cream ice cream. So that's my whole ice cream. That was ice cream. That was the fatty in me. Have you, can you tell I'm going through a sugar withdrawal again? Yeah. It hurts so much every time. I wonder, like, oh, why do I feel nauseous the next day in the morning? Uh, I drank a lot of water. I didn't drink a lot of alcohol. I ate food. I didn't eat food too late. So what is... Oh, sugar. I ate a bunch. You know what sometimes I'll do is, like, I'll get... I guess I get so high that I don't realize how high I am. That at the end of the day, it's like, I'll just open up the fridge and I'll see the ice cream. And instead of just grabbing my spoon, grabbing maybe a big-ass spoonful, like, I'll, like like scoop it so it's like a double spoonful pretty much and just let it kind of melt in my mouth sometimes I'll get a little bowl and I'll put a little ice cream in there and then if I do that oh you know Yusuf made a bad decision first of all he put it in a bowl that's going to be at least five spoons worth so it's five times more than I'm used to and then guess what Yusuf says well it's already in a bowl you know the, those uh, little cereal marshmallows you got there's a whole big bag of, of marshmallows from cereal like just the marshmallow. Oh, yeah, you're going to pour some of those on there, baby. You know what else? You still got some of those Cocoa Krispies? Put some of those motherfuckers on there. Yo, open up the, the, the thing above the... Yeah, right there. What's in there, Jamie? Oh, yeah. How about Butterfingers mashed up? Pouring some of that on there. For sure. Reese's Pieces? Yeah. Throw some of those in. Yeah. And then I'll eat that. Hey, Yusef, do you have heavy cream? Oh, Yusef, you do have heavy cream. Do you have stevia? I do. Do you have vanilla extract? I do. All right, grab a little bowl. Got it. This is me late at night talking to myself, instructing myself. All right, first thing you're going to do is pour in some of the cream. Okay. 
I put in a couple of drops of vanilla. Gotcha. All right, now put in uh, one packet of stevia for now and just uh, stir it with your hand first. Like, hand stir it with a fork or a spoon. Okay. All right, taste is it sweet? Is it delicious? Yes. Okay, now grab the, uh, the high speed mixer. Got it. All right, start whisking that away. Let's start making some whipped cream for on top. You know I gotta put whipped cream on top. And that's that's bad decision, Yusef. So that, that was my little ice cream tangent. Thank you for coming on that with me. It's beautiful. So uh, what is this? Or what is this one, Jamie? The one underneath the, the ice cream? Oh, NIH, the National Institute for Health, admits uh, to funding gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab? No. Which video is that? Go to your vi go to the videos. I think I actually have a video of that one. Yeah, I think it's this one. Let's start this over. Oh, no, that's not it. Which video, then? God damn it, did I not save that video? Check this video. Fuck, if it's not, then we'll just watch this one. Oh yeah, this is it. Alright, this is from Breaking Points uh, with Crystal and Sager. Sager? Sager? N-word? Sand N-word? Alright, uh, turn up the volume, Jimmy. Thank you, and hit uh, play. Uh, you get a couple Wait, seconds really early. These in, um, Check the volume, though. Make sure they can uh, hear it. In horrific detail. So the one that really caught people's attention, I'll just read from the beginning of this piece. The National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the division of the NIH that's run by Anthony Fauci, funded a recent experiment in Tunisia in which lab technicians placed sedated beagles, dogs, heads in mesh cages and allowed starved sand flies to feast on them alive, to feast on the dogs alive. All right, pause it right there for me, Jamie. Thank you. Um, <coughs> yeah. Funding dog torture in Tunisia. If you didn't hear that, took some beagles. You're going to hear some more wild shit. You think this is just bad. Beagles, put them in, in little tent things where just their heads were exposed, then fed... Uh, put some uh, flies, sand flies that have been starved, so they're hungry. Put them in there to see how the sand flies eat when they're in a, a, a closed environment like that, like in the lab. Also, they did it again in an outside environment, where like, out in nature, and just to see. Oh, in the in the name of science, but you, you should hear the other scientific things. These these scientists, they're all science is good, right? Remember. Science could never be bad, it can never be evil, it can only be done for good. So let's hear all the other beautiful things they're doing. Then they repeated the test outdoors with the beagles placed in cages in the desert overnight for nine consecutive nights in an area of Tunisia where sand flies were abundant and ZVL, the disease caused by the parasite that the sand flies carry, was endemic. Pause. Oh, but surely that's not all they did though, Yusuf, right? They're doing it to study a disease that, that, that these sand flies carry, right? But they didn't do anything worse than that, did they? Play. So these beagles are sedated, heads put in mesh cages, were left outside, and um, the sand flies literally eat them to death. I mean, the most horrific thing that you can possibly imagine. And what's more- Hold on, wait. That's not that bad though, right? 
like just putting some dogs in a cage for one day and then out in out in nature for nine days until they're eaten to death. That's pretty humane, I think. Let's continue. Uh, there's allegation that the scientists slit the dog's vocal cords mm-hmm. so what? that they wouldn't have bark. to listen to their anguished howls. Pause. Yeah. That sounds like some good scientists right there. Those are not evil people. What? You know what an evil person would do? Would let those dogs have their vocal cords open so you can hear them crying in pain. As you do an experiment, because science is good and only good, and we only do experiments for the betterment of humanity. Fuck these beagles, though. Look, a, a evil scientist would have been like, oh, yes, dogs, cry, I love it. I'm going to put this as a ringtone. These, these doctors, they deserve an award for being so humane that they... They cut, they cut the vocal cords. So anything else? Horrible. Horrible, horrible thing to think about. Horrible to know that our government is funding it. And, I think um, that's it. Act- oh, wait, maybe? There's been some bipartisan opposition to this particular procedure, but also our funding, uh, routine funding of these type of animal experiments, which, you know, uh, Leighton kind of makes it, like, focuses on Fauci yeah. here. With some justification, because I mean, he's the head of the agency, is a, yeah. a, you know part of leadership, and also reportedly uh, uh, there's this quote in here from a whistleblower uh, who was quoted in a major New York Times expose of animal abuse at the U.S. Meat Animal Research Center in Nebraska, who says that the reason for the what they describe as animal-centric culture, meaning culture centered around experimentation on animals is people like Fauci and another leader, Collins. Oh! They really believe, the quote is, they really believe in that animal model. It's a huge impact having those two at the helm. Mm. The two directors unquestioned commitment. So, that's interesting. That is interesting. You know why that's interesting? Because if you ask people in America, let's see, I'm, I'm 31, so I was born in 1990. Let's go... Let's go 60 years. Okay? We're going to go my dad's age, 1960. In 1960, if you asked every American who has a pet, do you consider that pet family or is it a pet? They would, for the majority of them, say, no, it's not my family. That's a pet. Nowadays, people would see this abuse as being tantamount to abusing members of family, possible family members, or somebody else's possible family. Now, I'm not going to go one way or the other and tell you how I really feel about animals, because I do like animals. In fact, ever since my ego death, uh, one of many that I've, you know, still have to, that guy's invincible, the ego, he will come back. You think he's dead, he's like a zombie, he'll come back, he'll find a way to, to let you think you're slipping enough to where you think you're in control, and he's, bam, he got you again. That's how the ego works. Um... But yeah, in one of my ego deaths, like, I realized, like, why do I kill... I was explaining this to you, see, and I think I said this to you guys, but it's like, why, why do I kill... Why do I not kill bugs? Like, I try my hardest. Like, if a bug bites me in the neck and it's like a natural reaction to smack it, I'll do that. But even then, like, I try not to do that even. Like, I was telling you, scene, bro, imagine a bee stings me. How fucking awesome is that? Think about it. Especially it's like a yellow jacket. The ones that can't... They, one, that's it. They get one shot. 
They thought of me as such a goddamn threat. I thought I was nothing. I still do try to remember that I am nothing, but it's still kind of awesome. Like, it's not really humbling. It's more the opposite. It's more like for confidence. Like, I'm nothing in this universe, and yet this bee decided it's going to take its life in order to defend its family against me that I'm not even trying to harm them. That's a little bit disrespectful, but it's also like mad respect on you, B. You're willing to die for a purpose that you don't even understand. Because I'm New Yusef. New Yusef doesn't fucking hate bees. But that's why New Yusef doesn't get stung by bees. When a bee flies around New Yusef, he relaxes. He calms down. The bee will sometimes land on him. And then what will he do? He'll just stay relaxed. He won't swat at it. He won't push it away because you know what the bee doesn't feel threatened in fact the bee knows maybe hey Yusuf's safe I can rest my little wings so I can travel somewhere further away from all these crazy motherfuckers who hate bees these regular people who are gonna kill me if I get even near them they're gonna start swatting at me as I'm in we gotta share this space together us and the bees us and any of the bugs now roaches let's let me be real doggy you get some roaches in this motherfucker, I might start killing them. But also don't make an environment that leads to roaches. And then you don't have to worry about that. Take a sip of coffee. Mm -mm. That's that hitter right there. I just finished that coffee. All right. Um, do you have the chill pill lady video? You don't. So then let's put that at the end. I'll give you time to look up the chill pill lady video. Um, this one, go go back, uh, open it up, uh, YouTube, because you let the screen lock. So you know the password. Just go back. Yeah, there you go. Um, here, this is this is wild. I wanted to play this video too. This is uh, General Garland getting uh, grilled by... By Ted Cruz, because I'll give you a little bit of backstory. So General Garland works. I don't remember exactly his position. Um, in fact, you, Jamie, Jamie, but real quick, uh, go open Chrome. Cool. Yeah, there it is. Merrick Garland stands behind memo on threats to educators. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Um, Department of Justice order to have FBI help thwart intimidate intimidation of school officials is attacked by GOP senators. Attorney General says has nothing to do with politics. Now. Oh, I have to subscribe to read the full story, so I guess I won't read any of it. But pretty much there was... Um, there, Attorney General Merrick Garland signaled that he has no plans to withdraw a memo ordering the FBI to help local leaders against threats against educators. As Republicans stepped up their criticism of its heavy-handed efforts to silence parents who speak out on topics like mask mandates and how race is addressed in schools. So... Pretty much what's going on is a lot of people are are upset, and when people are speaking out, they're being silenced. And play the video. Pretty much, this is this is uh, Ted Cruz asking this guy. This is literally the name of the video. This is from the Hill. Ted Cruz asks Garland the same question thirteen times, doesn't get a yes or no answer. Let's play this. Son-in-law makes a very substantial sum of money from a company involved in the teaching of critical race theory. Did you seek and receive a decision from an ethics advisor at the Department of Justice before you carried out an action that would have a predictable financial benefit to your son-in-law? 
This memorandum is aimed at violence and threats. I, I just asked a question. Did you it seek has an ethics? No predictable. Did you seek an ethics opinion? It has no. Three. Did you seek an ethics opinion? Four. Judge, you know how to ask questions and answer them. Did you seek an ethics opinion? Five. Ask me whether I sought an ethics opinion about something that would have a predictable effect on something. This has no predictable effect in the way that you're talking about. So, if critical race theory is taught in more schools, does your son-in-law make more this money? Memo has nothing. If critical race theory is taught in more schools, does your son-in-law make more money? Yes or no? This memorandum has nothing to do with I think that was like six or seven you you an kind of curriculum will you answer if you sought an ethics opinion? answering the best I can yes or no did Nine. you seek an ethics opinion this memorandum has did nothing you seek an ethics opinion this memorandum has nothing to do with general are you refusing to answer 11 I'm telling you that there's no possible so you're saying no 12. just answer it directly you know how to answer a question directly did this is 12 or this is 13 opinion I'm telling you that if I thought there was any reason to believe there was a conflict of interest I would do that but I cannot why do you refuse to answer the question why won't you just say no I'm sorry you're not gonna answer oh that was 13 ask the question again did you <laughs> ask the question again? Saying again, I would seek an ethics opinion in So no is the answer, correct? Senator, your time is up. Let the record reflect the Attorney General refuses to answer whether he thought sought an ethics opinion, and apparently ethics are not a terribly high priority in the Biden Justice Department. I don't think that's a fair reflection of what I said. Then answer the question. It is Senator, quiet. you've gone way beyond any other senator's time. I think it's... <laughs> Yo, they get two minutes. That's it, dog. Yo, this is what the fuck? Huh? This is the. This is what? What the fuck? Where? This is. <coughs> what are we? <coughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Look, let me, Jamie. Um, it's six o'clock. Let's pause real quick. Um, because I gotta go pee and then I gotta start heading out. But I'm gonna go pause and I'll finish. What's going on, guys? How you doing tonight? Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, I like that kissing cousin shit, you know what I'm saying? Down where I'm from, you know. Me and my cousins had a couple kids, you know what I'm saying? Well, we aborted them, you know. Back there, we was before Texas checked the fucking goddamn laws back then when I could fuck my cousin. Didn't have to take her six flags and shit to get a, a halal abortion, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you go in the old wooden roller coaster, da, 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 you know what I'm saying? And if you're really smart, you go on the kids' rides, like a teacup. Who knew? If you spin a teacup fast enough, it goes from a kids' ride to an anti-kids' ride. That's right. Yeah. Got rid of a couple of them quickly that way. Get the spins and get rid of the kids, you know what I'm saying? You got to try it, that's right. Yeah. Or just give her a lot of beard, you know? Think beer kills kids, or otherwise it makes them like me, you know? I don't know. My mom drank a lot, you know. At least that's why her titty milk tastes like Budweiser. <laughs> so I suspect. I don't know. I ain't gonna lie to you. By the way, I ain't even introduced myself. I'm not Yusef. Yusef is a guy I'm subbing in for. My name is Joe the Seventh. Named after his daddy, my daddy Joe, and his daddy Joe, and then his daddy. I don't know how to count to seven, but if I did, is how many it would be? How many daddies? That's right. I don't know who his daddy was. But it probably Joe. We just forgot to count him. Why are you laughing so much? You think this is how we don't want to count over here? Goddamn. Never seen a goddamn dark redneck? 
You can't even see it. Because I got the hair in the back. It's a party in the front and in the back, goddammit. Keep my color on. I'm trying to cover up. You see, this is how I keep myself light for the whites. I don't even know what I'm saying either. I don't know. Now I just feel like I'm doing an impersonation of motherfucking another comic. Who am I? Who are you? What are you doing over there in the back there, ma'am? Are you doing all right? Oh, you sound Jewish. <laughs> we don't have many of them down south. Do you really have scales like they say? You're not one of them lizard Jewish people, right? The one that, that my Muslim dad says spits the venom? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, I come in peace. I'm not like my dad. I love the Jews. I love the Jews. I love the gays. He don't love the gays either. You know what's crazy is I have an uncle. He got the vid, the COVID. He's in Morocco. Yeah. I asked my friend, send your thoughts and prayers. You know, one of them said, I hope your uncle's straight. Hope he's straight. I said, me too, because according to them, they'll just push him off the hedge according to Sharia law. Yeah. That's how they, that's how they treat them. I don't treat them gays like that. Don't worry, I won't push you off unless you're on a, a show with me. And it's a rooftop show and I'm on extra stage telling Got a Sharia law on my way into some extra time. Oh, when I get real, that's when it gets crazy. You never push Jason Scott off the ledge to get extra time. All right. All right. You know Jason? He was the one with that looked like with the belly, and he looked like Elton John, but his son. But he can't have a son because he's gay. That's what my dad said. Gays can't have kids. That's why they're going to hell. So you better have a lot of babies, and you better name your first son Joe. The seventh, because we forgot how to keep counting. Oh, I don't know what's going on with this character. I keep doing the rest of my jokes like Joe. Oh, no? You want me to be a black man again? I can't take the wig off. I can't put it back on for later. This ain't a wig. This is my real. I'm sorry. I ain't going to lie to you. You and I, we have the same kind of complexion underneath here, hair wise. I'm just trying to lie to the ladies. Just trying to lie. Looking at both of you. Oh, now you want to light me? That's right. I'll get their number in one minute. That's right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't tell you this one. It's a weird one. So, I had this lady over the other night, and she's like, I want something to eat. She's looking in my fridge. She goes, You said, if you ain't got no fruit. No, she said, Joe, I'm sorry. I fucked that up. <laughs> she was role playing with me. Made me a terrorist, you know what I'm saying? And she's like, yo, Joe, you don't got no fruit in your fridge. And I was like, it's because I'm homophobic. <laughs> yeah, she didn't laugh. Thank you guys. But she told me she's a queer. I said, well, until you close the fridge door, I guess I do have a fruit in there. <laughs> Get it? All right, my name is Joe, Joe the Seventh. Thank you. 